Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 93 of the Spoiler Cast. I'm your host, Dan, and I'm joined by Allie. Hello. Bearer. Hey, people. And Tristan. I am the howling wind of incompetence. <laughs> oh my! Uh, well, we're f- we're filming this on we're filming this on the release date of what could be one of the games of the year. Um, this year, our the year of our Lord, twenty twenty two. But today, we're actually going to be talking about um, a, my game of the year from a couple of years ago, and a lot of people's games of the year, which is Hades. And that's because um, many, most of us have played the game. Um, Barra has just um, recently played and finished it. Tristan just recently finished it himself, correct? So I haven't gone to the epilogue, but I have oh, okay. gone to the credits. Okay, and I and I haven't gotten to the, the epilogue or anything either. So um, I think Barra is actually the one who's done the most. So he'll be gushing. Mm-hmm. gushing 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 today and then Allie what is your resume with with Hades I've looked at it and thought to myself wow that's a lot of pretty people <laughs> yep <laughs> wow Tra- the people who made Transistor sure know how to make pretty people and good music and good games I'm bad at roguelikes so I'll just look at it from afar and like a distant really... want, like wanting lover it's interesting that you mentioned that you're bad at roguelikes because that kept me from playing Hades from such a, for such a long time. And I still think I'm bad at roguelikes. It's just I think that Hades has certain kinds of mechanics that we're going to get into that uh, actually like make me good at the game. Um, and I will say that as someone who like adores Greek mythology and Greek culture, like literally I got a book when I was seven about the Cyclops. It was a great picture book and I just became obsessed with it. Um, that this was total, I mean, there's few things that like get what makes these stories so compelling, um, as Hades. Like it's, you know, there people have done a lot of stories using it, but like, you know, Clash of the new Clash of the Titans. This is not. It's not even old Clash of the Titans, which I love the old Clash of the Titans movie. Um, this is like actually like has a lot of like the heart and soul of that mythology, which again you get from like when uh when they won a bat when they won a Hugo, which is the first Hugo given to a video game. They like you know thank like the Olympic the the Greek gods above and below at the very end of it. Like there's a <laughs> Hmm. There's a reverence and a appreciation for the culture and the resonance of these stories that's really powerful and interesting and cool. So, like, if it was just that, I would have loved Hades. But what was surprising was is that this is a video game that I ended up, like, both getting good at and then just, like, blasting through. And this is weird because on this podcast, I think, you know, I do not play as much video games as the other folks on it. And... Um, in many ways, just because, you know, like time, etc. cetera. I, I don't know. I do not devote myself as much to video games as our folks are, which is, you know, not a good or a bad thing. It just is. But I'm normally the one asking the questions. So this is really weird to be in the position of someone who's like done more in the who's just like actually probably the best person at the game here, which is, n- is never going to happen again. Like everyone else is better at video games and does more of them and goes more in depth, is more of a completionist and like. With this particular game, I think I've exhausted nearly all the dialogue options. I mean, there's still more, but I'm at the point where you don't get complex dialogue, which is a ridiculous 
um, for a lot of interactions, which is ridiculously deep into the game. This game is stupid good. I'm talking too much. Um, well, sorry yeah. if that was humble bragging. I just I'm are... so happy to be good at this great game that I love. And, we are going uh, to dig deep. <laughs> we are going to dig deep, and we're going to dig deep because this is the spoiler cast. And on the spoiler cast, we dig right into a game and or you know movie, TV show, whatever it is we happen to be covering at the time, start to finish. Mm-hmm. Talk about what we liked and didn't, and it's, this is in the name. Spoilers are abound, so. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't know. We probably have a lot to talk about with Hades. Do we want to do any other catch up at all? It's been a little while. I've got so much stuff to talk about. <laughs> uh, it's been a long time since our last episode. Okay. Um, some of yeah. it, most of it, hilarious and weird. Okay. Um. <laughs> so let's. So I'm gonna. Let's. I don't want to kick things off. Um. So for the past few weeks uh capcom has had a big old countdown timer uh-huh. to something uh they finally revealed what it was and it's street fighter 6 mm-hmm. um but the most hilarious part of this whole announcement was when someone discovered that the street fighter 6 minimalist logo that they chose is available for $80 on Adobe Stock Photos. <laughs> Not even joking. <laughs> um, like, the, like, it's exactly the same. Just a few of the corners are a little rounded. Like, uh-huh. someone did, like... Like, someone spent, like, 15 minutes in Photoshop just doing, like, the tiniest bit of touch-ups and go, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Just, just use that. It's great. Awesome. <laughs> Perfect. Well, you see that you do, and you do see that a lot, especially if you when, if you're in that space, you'll you'll see a lot of people who just reuse assets from oh, yeah. stock stock places, and that's it. That's the work. So uh, the other, I, the I other, hear that. The other thing to come out of that announcement um, is that Street Fighter Six will be using the RE engine. Mm-hmm. Um, they showed off some, not gameplay, but, uh, in-engine stuff, just, like, with the new character designs. Uh, Ryu is now super wide and looks almost exactly like Chris Redfield. I was gonna say, he looks like he's a, he's stretched out over a skeleton. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, he just looks like he's made out of, like, Play-Doh, and it's really stretchy and dry. Yeah, that's, it's one of the weird things with the RE engine, is that it tends to uh, character models tend to be wider than in other engines, but they're also going for this weird like is this weird blend of like hyper realism mixed with like a character design that's been around for thirty years, mm-hmm. right? You know. Yep. Um, So so there's so there's that. Uh, Capcom also announced they're putting out a fighting game collection, uh, which is half of which is Do- uh, Darkstalkers. Okay. And everyone should fucking buy it <laughs> because oh. it has rollback, and because we need more Darkstalkers games. Nice. This is the collection that has like the Street Fighter games on it too. Uh, it's got 
so it's got like all five dark soccer games it's got like three super obscure capcom fighting games uh it's got puzzle fighter okay um and pocket fighter on it as well oh cool that's coming out um there was a there was a nintendo uh treehouse direct Mm -hmm. uh where they showed new kirby stuff yes and it is horrifying. Kirby yes. board a car. Yes, I yes. love that. I love uh, Car- I love, Car- I love Carby. Car. I love Carby. Yeah, no, no. They they've just said no. We're just going full Eldritch horror with Kirby now. <laughs> he really is a great. Um, uh, what do you call? He really is great fodder for like an Eldritch horror style thing. So I'm excited for that too. Yeah, uh, I think I honestly. The car one is bad. I think the cone one is disturbs me more. <laughs> Here, here's my question though: Is how much, uh, how much of you does Kirby have to semi-digest before he takes over? Maybe I'll, maybe we'll get into those questions. <laughs> must be absorbed by the Kirby. And if Kirby's innards are in infinite space. What happens if he if he eats just your head? Does your head explode in the v- interior vacuum? Does your head turn into a star? So you're saying Kirby is like chibi cosmic horror then? Oh, very we've, much so. We've known for a long time that Kirby is an all-knowing, all-encompassing eldritch-like horror. Oh yeah. <laughs> Who could destroy the universe if he so chose? Hi! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what else, Tristan? Does that made it sound like that? Is it mostly news? Or is, are there, is there stuff that you're up to? Um, you to it's, it's mostly some new stuff um, for that. I've picked up uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Ah, yes. Sequel came out. You yes. mean Horizon Forbidden uh, West? Well, no, he's picked up the original. Right? I picked up the original. Because it's like, I, I haven't played it, and it's like 10 bucks right now on the PlayStation Store. Um, I've gotten a few hours a few hours in. I've left the initial settlement, um, and I am going to promptly drop it today. <laughs> and if I ever get back to it, we'll see. <laughs> so, I'm glad you bring that up, because I just recently started playing Forbidden West, and I had a thought as I was reflecting on this game, on the original game, and then um forbidden west which was reinforced by a donkey video that came out that yeah my yeah. friend shared today because they said dan you're right because we were talking about this and i was saying this <laughs> the original horizon came out three days before breath of the wild yep <laughs> and the sequel comes out came out like <laughs> a week before elden ring they just they they just keep shooting themselves in the foot with this series. It took me, it took me so long to get back to Horizon because I started playing it right when it came out, and then Breath of the Wild absorbed me. It took me so long to get back there to playing and finishing Horizon Zero Dawn, and I know that's going to be the case with Forbidden West again. Mm-hmm. I had the opposite experience, at least with the first one. I didn't touch Breath of the Wild for like a year. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. Or at least maybe not a year, not a long time. I was interested, but I was more interested in the other. Also because like 
one TV. The both of yes. us want to play different things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it I works out that. this time because now I have a PC to play Elden Ring on and we have a PS5 where he can play Horizon Forbidden That's West. Awesome. I also promised myself I'd let him finish and play it before me because it's his copy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and that that's a great segue to the fact that well, many of us will be playing Elden Ring. Oh yeah, and hopefully maybe after stream point... tomorrow, it's just Elden Ring all day, every day, forever yeah. <laughs> and ever and ever and ever. So for me, we're doing this tonight. It's gonna snow tomorrow. I've got four bottles of balls in the fridge, and I don't have to work. <laughs> I am going to 8th grade the shit out of this tomorrow. <laughs> You're going to poop sock it. Got it. <laughs> yep. And if I'm really lucky, I'll be able to curl up with a Blakey and my controller and my energy drink and have a cat on my lap and be like, Yay! I died again! I've uh, never played any FromSoft games on PC, so like, do you think controller is the way to go for this? I was debating that to myself today. I well, mean, that's an interesting one. I'm going controller on it right now. Yeah. Because that's how the other ones are were. All right, I shall um, do that then. Uh, the other... I, I will oh. say it's been great so far. I've only played like an hour or, or so at time of talk this discussion, but I will say that I've I've already run into some performance yeah, issues. Yeah, I yes. heard the PC version is having um, some issues. Yes, and uh, I didn't. Day one patch caused them. Yes, and I didn't, and I didn't know if it was my computer or the game, and mm. that now you're what you're saying seems to suggest that it might yeah. be the game. So, so from what I've heard, uh, there was a day one PC patch mm-hmm. for uh, for Elden Ring. Yep. And after the patch, regardless of how strong your machine is, yeah, you run into. Me- Everyone's running into massive performance hiccups and drops. Yeah. And it seems to probably be anti-piracy stuff that they that they shoved into this patch. That uh, that that makes sense because they use um, Easy Anti Cheat, and I've had nothing but issues with yep. games crashing, specifically that use Easy Anti Cheat. So that that makes sense too. So it's seeming like console is probably going to be the best experience. At least for now. Yep. Until that patch comes through, hopefully, or mod comes out or something. We'll Um, see. Other things I've been up to, uh, I binged, like, all of Peacemaker. Okay. The show, right? The show, yep. Um, That show is great. I've heard good things. I've heard it's a a lot of fun, and, I mean, John Cena's character in the Suicide Squad was excellent, so... I am uh, I'm gl- yep. I'm glad that it translates into a TV series as well. Oh yeah, this is not a Peacemaker spoiler cast, so I'm not going to go into too much detail. <laughs> um, but I will say he does a really good job of playing a character who grew up in a very very toxic environment and is trying to be better than that. Um the show, the show's great. The best part of it, honestly, is the fact that the show, it's a DC series that takes the time to take the shit out of DC characters. Uh, it, it, James Gunn's signature sense of humor is, like, fully present in this. Um, 
hell, there's there's a period where characters are having a discussion about Batmite, and I have to tell someone what the fuck Batmite is. So wait, Batmite is canon in the mainline DCU uh, DCU universe then? Yeah. Wow. Yes. No, I'm serious. That's like Howard <laughs> the Duck to... being canonized in the MCU, which I know happened, but like... Oh, also James yeah. Gunn! <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Nice. Yeah, it, it's more of his... More of his like, no, no, no. Comic books are silly. They are silly and dumb, and we're going to make sure everyone knows just how silly and dumb they are while they're having Great. a good time. Um, so, yeah, definitely think we should uh, talk about that at some point. And then I have one thing I've started reading that I just want to recommend. And then Go I'll be it. done. And then Go I'll get my little soapbox. Um... So I've just started reading this new manga series, and I have to say it's it's a little saucy. Um, so it is set at this all girls school called Karomi Girls Academy. It's a ref- refined, elegant school that expects the very best in deportment from its young ladies. But what they don't know is that every night a small selection of these ladies engage in the most scandalous, most Ghost, most debauched activities possible in the dead of night, hiding in their rooms, sneaking under the cover of darkness. They perform unspeakable acts. I am, of course, referring to, and Dan, I'm sorry that this may demonetize everything we do. They play fighting games. (laughs) Uh, so it's a it's a manga series called Young Ladies Don't Play Fighting Games, <laughs> and it is, what? and it is presented in the very flowery um, Yuri shoujo like girls romance style, and then cuts to yeah get dunked on noob. That's what you fucking get for griefing me in the first round. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it is <laughs> It is hilarious. Um and uh the apparently the author got the idea while she was working on one other series and then picked up a copy of Street Fighter 5 and played way too damn much Street Fighter 5. Mm. While not working on her other series. Gotcha. <laughs> nice. It is absolutely hilarious. Um, it actually goes fairly in-depth into fighting game mechanics for anyone who is like uninitiated on them. Um, but it is also just hilarious. Because I'm, I'm a huge sucker for, for gap comedy. And just the juxtaposition of these elegant, refined young ladies, and then just talking shit and <laughs> playing fighting games. Mm. Nice. Uh, so I heartily recommend everyone check that out. And with that, I'm going to get off my soapbox because I've been talking too damn much. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, Ali, Bear, do you want to anything you wanted to call out before we get into Hades? I mean, no, I I, I just want to dive into Hades at this point. Uh, yeah, I yeah. want to hear the Bear story, <laughs> the Bear show. I am I am going to make one quick recommendation, which is a a, a cute game, a cute little game that I played. Love and it. Beat. Um, that came under the radar, I think, for a lot of folks, called Kana Bridge Ooh. of Spirits. Oh, I heard good things about this. Yeah, thing. it's made by the animation team who did this Majora's Mask thing a few years back. It was like realistic looking Majora's Mask short on YouTube. And they formed a game studio and made Kana Bridge of Spirits. And oh, that's cool. It's just a nice wonderful little like 10 hour game. That's like kind of like a little Zelda, a little Pikmin, a little dark souls. <laughs> and it just looks really, really nice. And is just a nice little game. So kind of bridge of spirits anyway, on with the I show. I played a little tabletop game. Oh yes. I, guess, I don't know if it counts as tabletop, but it's called Clask, and it's like okay. air hockey, but better because it's magnets and it fits on your table and small and cute and fun. I mean, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's just like, it's basically the same concept of air hockey. Like, you know, you move, you try to score a goal, but there's these little objects in the middle that if you get too close to them, they get attached to your player. Well, your like little pin that you move around with Mm. magnets. Gotcha. So if you get too many, your opponent scores points. It's just fun. It's, It's a good combination of like, Feeling like you're really skilled in thinking and concentrating, and just also lots of screaming. <laughs> I have a video to show you later for it. Oh, perfect. So, what immediately popped into my head um, when you're talking about that was something along the lines of Crossfire. Yes. But with magnetized pieces, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that anywhere close to. I've never played Crossfire, so I have no idea. You didn't get caught up in the Crossfire. crossfire. No, I did not. <laughs> it really is such a, like a simple, like cheap game when you really played it. You know, it's just like two magnet balls, like two ball bearings, <laughs> rolling across it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, last, so I heard somebody, and I haven't followed up with it, but I heard somebody was trying to make a bigger version of crossfire mm-hmm. uh for use with airsoft guns oh interesting and i was like you have my attention and i would like to sign up for your newsletter yeah <laughs> i still think right, be, well i still think it'd be a really fun thing to try all right all right. Well, I'm actually gonna now turn it to the man of the hour. I'm gonna turn it to Barra and just tell us why you like Hades uh, so much. So I love Hades because Hades is, in many ways, a pretty perfect game. And I'll say that in that you know there have been uh, games with stories that have. Uh, that have moved me really strongly and that put Hades in terms of a contention for that. I've been, I think like Starcraft two wings of Liberty, like, you know, that like, you know, and the original Starcraft, like both of those have like an amazing, just like gut punch and, uh, 
and the original Deus Ex, um, Deus Ex 1, that ending, especially the Tracer Tong ending, is like, mwah, beautiful stuff. And, you know, but all that being, you know, Halo, but all that being said, like, Hades has a great, beautiful, and rich story, and it's also probably one of the most mechanically satisfying games I've ever played. Like, I love just, like, doing a run before I go to bed. Um, and I'm someone who will get tired of games pretty easily. And I've got to say that, like, you know, Hades is a game which I have gotten far more enjoyment out of than I think anything in a very long time. Um, and I think that there's reason behind this that, like, it's mechanically satisfying. It has a great story. And it deals with all these, like, stories of, like, Greek myths that I just absolutely love. And it gets it right perfect on it is beautiful mythic storytelling um and yeah it's it's absolutely fantastic and uh i will say that the story of hades is you are zagreus son of the god of hades who finds out that uh, nyx gossip knight co-rule of the underworld is not his mom and he wants to go find his mom and he needs to break out of the underworld but his dad says there's no escape and so he goes to try to break out and then he dies, but when he dies, he just goes back to the house of Hades, so he tries again and again and again. And I will say that that playing the game to finally beat Hades for the first time takes a while. I know people who love this game who've never even beat, beaten Hades once. And when you do, it's a like if 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 it was just a game where you do all this and finally beat Hades and then credits roll, that's it. I would say it's a game that gives me the same satisfaction as, like, The Outer Worlds. And that's no insult. I love The Outer Worlds. The Outer Worlds is great. But in, in terms of both time input and enjoyment and story, that's there. But then he is like, oh, no! You beat him once. Now you've got to figure out why the fuck he was trying to stop you from uh, meeting your mom in the first place and breaking out. And in your mom is Persephone, obviously. Um, <laughs> goddess of the spring that Hades, uh, that that's in you know in, in our knowledge of the myth, like go Hades kidnapped and such, and it's and then you basically have to beat Hades multiple times to have keep on having conversations with your mom because spoiler alert, you were born in the underworld, you <laughs> die pretty quickly when you're on the surface. Uh, Fuck you, Dad. Yeah. Fuck you, Dad. Mom said it's my turn and, on the surface. It's my turn to go outside, Dad. I want to see the sky instead and, and, and touch grass. And here's the thing. Like, the game <laughs> is an amazing power-through storyline. You know, like, as, you know, like, it's great after that. And you're thinking, okay, well, what about when you hit the credits? And I, we'll, we'll talk more about stories of credits, but I just said, like, no, post-credits, there's even more story. And you think, okay, well, mm -hmm. mechanically, yeah, all these different weapons to unlock. There is a fishing game. There is a whole big, basically, dating sim element to the entire game and social game there, too. There's a decorating portion of it. Like, I didn't really care about it, but when my girlfriend, like, <laughs> decided to just, like, pick the game up as, like, oh, I just get to steal the controller for her, from her, from, she didn't get it, and it's just like, okay, I get I really like it. And it's like, oh, but you can decorate, and she is someone who loves things. Like a Stardew Valley, and so like mm -hmm. she goes and uh, and immediately just like just go and uh, and uh, gosh, what's the an Animal Crossing? So she starts decorating everything. Like 
I've got another point on that too. Like, with the no, I needed those gemstones. <laughs> yeah, I was. I don't fucking need the gemstones. Um, no, Vera is farming at this point. The man, <laughs> yeah. the man can't be beat. He's well, farming no, gems. no. I mean, it's still. It's more that like the gems are mostly used. Were mostly uh, the gems mostly uh, at a certain point. It's pretty soon part of the game are just used for aesthetic, for aesthetic improvements. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm gonna turn it over very shortly, but uh, to to folks. But I do think that one thing that is pretty evident uh, that before I turn it over again, uh, thank you for letting me gush about this beautiful game. Is that uh, Hades really shows? Um, just how much modern AAA gaming titles have taken away from us. And I say mm-hmm. that because it's a $20 game that's available on Game Pass from an indie studio of 17 people. And it is chock full to the brim of content after content and content. The stuff I'm describing is not like, oh, buy X amount of expansions. Oh, do microtransactions. Like, no, you get it for the entire game. And the one thing is that, yes, it was a long amount of early access development. There were a number of updates. But the final product that you get is just shock full of so much ridiculous, beautiful content. And, yeah, it's like, this is what was taken away from us. Having an actual, comprehensive, deep, long experience that you can spend dozens and dozens of hours in and not get bored. So... So yeah, Hades is great. That's why I like Hades. Fellow cast members, I yield the floor for now. All right. All right. So, quick question. Uh, so there are a lot of characters in Hades. There are yes. a lot. You've got all the Furies, you've got Achilles, you've got Zagreus, you've got the whole Pantheon. Um, what I want to know, for each of us here, mm-hmm. who is your favorite of the Greek gods, and who is your favorite minor character? I'll start things off. Uh, my favorite of the gods has to be Hermes. He's so fun. Just always going a mile a minute, and his boons are great. And I love his ta- uh, his uh, keepsake. Like, oh my god. The... the Hermes feather like that and gloves are it, it's so fun because it's just no gotta go fast gotta punch things fast I can't take time must punch everything as fast as humanly possible first... are you asking who our favorite character is or favorite ability set Char- character if, just if character. their ability set is also great icing on the cake gotcha um, and then, but the, the the first time I did I did uh, Hermes Houseman with gloves. God, I swear I probably had a nosebleed by the end of that run. I felt like I was mainlining like illegal narcotic stimulants because just no fast, just re- reject everything else, embrace speed, become speed. Uh. And at the end of it, I had also gotten his uh, his boon that gives you a base dodge chance, in addition to the dodge chance granted by the ke- the keepsake. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So I was, I had like a 45% dodge chance. Just flat by the end of that run. I was literally avoiding half of everything that could have hit me. Oh, it was nuts. Uh, as for my favorite minor character, probably Dusa. Mm-hmm. Dusa's adorable. So I was going to pick, so I'll pick a different one when we get around to me, um, but... I like the one who looks like she'd kill me. Ah. Who there... is it I'm talking about? There are several. There are several. <laughs> um, All of them. I do at also... At the same time. <laughs> I do also want to give a quick shout out to that one shade. That one shade in the Elysium Coliseum who has your banner. <laughs> he be- he believed in you from the first time you got there. Yeah, yeah having a shade fan is pretty awesome. It's just, it's just the he's just got the one little Zagreus banner. It's like this one's for you, little guy, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> All right, Bear, what um, about you? Gosh, gods are cho- are tough to choose. Um, I think I'm gonna go with Artemis. I love that she is a lovely, kind. Um, ace lesbian, or at the very, le- or at the very least, a lesbian who loves talking to about her girlfriend Callisto, and uh, who's <laughs> generally like good natured and confides in you. And it's just, just great. Artemis is the the Hades Reddit um, loves Artemis for a reason, and uh, yeah, she's definitely um, definitely fantastic, and, and we stand we stand hard. Um, um, uh, favorite minor character. There's so many. They, the, the game has so many great characters, and probably all the data is pretty fantastic. But I will say, and also pretty keeping with the with the mythology, which makes it fan, which makes it wonderful. Um, but I'm gonna definitely go with Meg. Meg is fantastic. Meg is just one is the the wonderful yandere of your dreams, and fantastic. <laughs> and, uh, the romance there is really, really excellent. So, as someone who plays Fate, most so, so in the Fate universe, gods aren't usually a big part of things. Uh, the in-universe explanation is just they're too fucking powerful. You can't summon them because the world just can't support them. Uh, Artemis is one of the few exceptions to that um because she tags along when you summon orion and in fate artemis is the yandere of your dreams <laughs> that um, is funny um because orion in fate is his sort of womanizing hey, like lady. hey ladies i'm a right <laughs> self um and there, there's two versions of him in the game the first one is you summon orion quote unquote but he's basically just a plush bear mascot and you've actually just summoned artemis who does all the work um he recently he more recently got a proper release as quote unquote super orion which is him as an actual like like honest to god hero and oh god he's nuts he's one of the best archers in the game um and his special is getting a a boon from artemis to to bust his 
boost his stats. But every so often, it doesn't go quite right. And like, so normally, like when you do the, the animation, like Artemis comes down, like like embraces him, and it's, you know. Um, but every so often, he starts lifting up. And he goes, "Wait a minute, wait a minute, something's not right." And he looks up. Oh shit, she's pissed. Oh god, oh god, she knows. She knows. Cancel, cancel this. She knows about my womanizing. I just... And, and Artemis just reaches down, and just puts him in a headlock, and just chokes him out. Ah, oh, okay. And now I've got fade out of my system. <laughs> Greek mythology is a big part of fate. A lot of stuff happens in it. There's a lot of Greek heroes and stuff. But now that's it. That's it. That's what I want to say. It's out of my system, because uh, except for Asterius, no one else. No one else. <laughs> In Hades shows up. So Dan, who are your who's your favorite god and non god character there? So is it cheating to say chaos? No, not at all. Chaos is great. No, Uh, there's also a lot of. Did you get to the part with chaos and Nyx and uh, their relationship? Nope. Oh yeah, you can uh, you can uh, do you can reconcile them as parent and child, and they start. Yeah, oh that's awesome. That's so sick. I didn't get there, but I just loved. I just loved chaos. I think I'm. I'm thinking of it more mechanically. I just love the idea of getting something but giving something up for a short mm. time in return. Um, as a gameplay concept, I just really enjoyed the area, the chaos area, and the conversations that were. I like that you can go fishing right there. there. Yeah. <laughs> in the primordial void. Yep. Oh, hey! I caught something. What the hell is that? <laughs> um, and then uh, my favorite non-god character. I so Tristan already went with Dusa. So I'm not gonna do Dusa. So I think I think the second up is well, I, picking Cerberus no, is cheating not. too. Cerberus so is best go, boy. Cerberus is best boy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well then, there you go. Cerberus is my favorite I non-god character. Cerberus. I never ever fail whenever I'm in to give him a pet and feel that nice vibration on my controller. He's so nice. <laughs> I, I was so devastated yeah. when I thought I'd have to fight him, and then I was like, I yes. don't. And then I learned it yeah. earlier. Cerberus yeah. vanquished. I learned not it. Really. Er- I had the exact <laughs> same thought, Vera. I had the exact same thought. I was like, when it, when when Cerberus stands on the bridge in sticks. I was like, no, no, no. So not like this. <laughs> I thought I was going to have to fight so them in the that room. Thing. I had a friend who I think played an earlier access version of the game, and earlier on you had to like do some mm-hmm. levers that would like drop Cerberus into a pit to defeat him, and I think that people got like, oh, yeah. back, like don't hurt the dog. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that was definitely a thing. Gotcha. Uh, well, I'm glad that that's hey, no longer man, in the game. He is such um, a best boy. Um, Ali, good boy, and we all played the original release. Yeah. So, or sorry, the the one release mm-hmm. or beyond. So we never really had the chance to. Tristan, you didn't play any of the early I access, did, did not, you? But I was following someone who I know someone who did mm. do the early access stuff. Gotcha. And he, yeah, and he was like, yeah, no, they gotta get rid of. They uh, gotta so that it. was feedback because of the early access from people. <laughs> yeah, plus it's like no, no, no. Cerberus is a good dog. We don't exactly. want to hurt him. Did the game change very much that you remember from watching those? I know a 
I know a fair bit changed. Um, I know a lot of mechanical stuff changed, like in terms of game mechanics. Um, oh, got it. I think, if I recall correctly, I think a whole bunch of the weapons got switched around, and um, and I think I know a bunch of the weapons got switched around. I know a ton of boons got changed and fixed and altered. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also think I think chaos was also from player feedback. Ah, okay. The players were like, were like, it's... Yeah, it's great getting more and more boons, boons and stuff, but it'd be nice if there was an option to, like... Like, weaken oneself, but get something in return. Mm-hmm. Beyond just the... Um, adding the trials for additional runs. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Sorry, Barry, you were going to call an alley. Yeah, Ali, uh, so you, you haven't played the game at all, correct? Uh, so, no. So, yeah, so I can't ask you your uh, your favorite character on it, but uh, I will say that in terms of the whole playing experience that, uh, you know, and, like, it being a roguelike, like, the thing that stopped me from playing for a while is I saw Dan play it over stream, and it looked cool, but it was just like, I, it's just like, you know, there's a lot of bullet, it looks like there's a lot of bullet holy elements, that I'm going to die a lot, I'll be frustrated. It's basically just like, wow, I'm going to have to put in so much time. And yes, I have to put in so much time. So that wasn't a lie. But what it was is that, like, I don't typically like bullet hell stuff or having to just, like, get really intricate with things, etc. and just be very careful. And the thing about Hades is is that um, it actually is a game that encourages you to be aggressive and to get into the mix of things and not punish you. Like, uh... I do, I do like that. I was just thinking to myself, like, with Elden Ring coming out, like, what do I like about FromSoft games? And that's something I always loved about Bloodborne is mm-hmm, the aggression yeah. that you have to have. And it's nice to hear that, like, aggression hey, is rewarded. Hades is like that kind of thing. The thing is, you, uh, your dash mechanic has, gives you invincibility frames. And so essentially, yeah. it's just like, oh, if it, so with yeah. your dashing, you can avoid a lot of attacks. And, uh, so yeah, so it's basically just of course you dash in, get there, get out, and uh, it's you know it's still like you know you you will still get caught by th- by stuff that negates that or like you know you can't be unless you get one of the sweet Hermes boons and the epic plus three dash charges. And even then, like you know there there yeah. is there is a cool uh, there there is a spot, but yeah, the dash mechanic is this thing that makes me love the game so much because that and those iframes just allow you to be aggressive to have fun. To really get in the fights and uh, and feel like you're fighting rather than just avoiding dying. Sometimes Confirmed, I, Hades is, is Dark Souls. Yeah, Hades sometimes, is Dark Souls. Sometimes I lay awake at night dreaming of getting the plus three uh, dash charges with the additional plus one dash charge from the mirror, plus the additional plus two dash charges from using the uh, Gilgamesh gloves, and just being like, I have like eight dashes in a row. Wait, Gilgamesh charges gives you additional... <laughs> Gilgam- aspect of Gilgamesh gives you additional dashes? Yeah. So yeah. how did I miss that? It gives you like two extras. What? You might have to level it up too to get there. That I don't might know. be... Yeah, wow. That's... that's but that's, that's the thing about it too, Allie, is that it really... It's not like a, a game like a Spelunky. Like when I think of a roguelike... I think of something like a Spelunky or 
something something of that ilk where it's you do a run and the only thing you, you do a run and the only thing you take back with you is the um is like the, the um like the knowledge that you gain from the past run. Like the Hades gives you a lot. Hades like gives you a lot back. Like any run you do in Hades gives you something. Even if even if it's just currency to upgrade things to make your next run your next runs better, you get something every time you play. You do a run that you can take with you. So it does. It does that effect. Get. Levels, easier as you go in two levels one because you're getting more skilled at the game and two because you're getting more powerful at the same time that you're getting more skilled naturally skilled but they also do nice things to scale up the difficulty as you play and introduce new things so that the runs don't feel stale and that they're yeah. introducing things that are a bit um, more challenging i will say that go. like a lot mm-hmm. of games when you've like maxed out all of your stuff um it just feels like you know like, you know, it's like easy. Like, I love the Fallout games. At a certain point, you know, like you just, uh, in like Fallout 3, you're just like massacring everything. Um, in Hades, once you have fully unlocked all of your talents, it's, uh, you know, like the game is still challenging. For one, um, Hades, him, you know, like you still have to execute. You still have to beat Hades himself. You also still have to execute on a run. Like, you know, if you. If you aren't care, if you aren't careful with your choices, and if you have like a bad combat, and then th- things can spiral out of control fairly decently quickly. And I'll also say that, like with the fists, <laughs> yeah. like you know, I'm up, I'm so far up to fourteen heat. We'll get into heat in a second. In terms of being so, uh, I haven't gone beyond like five heat with any of the other weapons. Like um, the fists, I'm really good with, and. I've been in the game with all the other aspects, but it's just, uh, it's there, uh, it's like, you know, it's, cha- it's, 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 it's a different challenge. And the game encourages, like, the currency used to upgrade stuff, um, you have to continue to beat with, like, different weapons and at different heat levels. And heat basically just makes the game more challenging. So it's like, there's this thing called extreme measures, which makes the bosses tougher. There's, you know, like, putting a time limit on you. And, uh, so yeah, so like, in, you're encouraged to do more heat to make the game more interesting and also to unlock more stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's like, even when you are just like full on yep. turbo God, putting on additional heat makes it the game significantly harder, especially extreme measures with Hades, because it goes from two health bars to three. And Cerberus is also a summon that Hades has. I've been extreme measure Hades once, and that was with Sea Storm. Yep. Sea Storm with the de- with um, uh, with lightning strike on my fist, the title dash, and uh, and a good and a good Poseidon's aid call, and it was still was not easy. Yeah. Um, and one thing you touched on briefly, Barrow, which I think bears repeating, is that they do a really really good job too of contextualizing a roguelike experience within the story and everything feels so natural. Um, unlike just about anything I've ever played, like uh-huh. visiting characters over and over again and building their relationships, the conceit that, you know, because you were born in the underworld, you can't stay up on land too long, but you want to connect with your mother. So you keep visiting to ask questions and chat, just things like that. And the awesome, cool thing, too, is, is that, you know, after you finally get up to mom again, and 
But the first time, like, how beautiful is it where you see the sunrise for the first time? It's like mm-hmm. gorgeous. Oh, God, yeah. But after you go visit mom, beat Hades, or rather, beat Hades nine times, and then the tenth time, dad just lets you go. And you find out that, like, he yep. uh, didn't pursue Persephone because he was in love with her and he just felt, was afraid that this would bring the wrath of the Olympians on both of them and cause a war. And this whole thing about that the Olympians overthrew the Titans and, like, ske- and then, like, basically dismembered them and then scattered them about Tartarus so that they couldn't reform, the significance and the horror of, like, you know, what that war was when they fought their parents is, like, woven throughout the game, and it's, like, a very real fear of, like, what happens if there is this other war. So, but you talk to your mom a lot, and you t- basically say, hey, dad still loves you, and then she gets in a boat, she goes with Charon, and she takes the boat back with you to the underworld and resumes being its queen. So, again, if that was the end of a, if that was a game, if that was the full game, if the credits were the actual game, that game is, like, on control level, like, great game that we all reviewed and loved and was like uh the game of the was a game of the year for us um but no then it continues because then persephone has a plan you're going to form relationships with the rest of the olympians and they get them to go down to the underworld have a party with you guys and uh be a family again (laughs) we are going to fix this broken family dynamic we're going to get all the weird aunts and uncles in the room together. And by and it God, works. we're going to hash this out. The thing is, it works, out. but it also works from you <laughs> yeah. having to just, like, learn and get deeper and more intimate relationships with the gods who are continuing to aid you. Um, and yeah, and in the meantime, also, once the queen comes back, you start getting a better relationship with your father, who, because, like, yeah, no, I was an abusive dickhead, dickhead. I need to be better. And, but also, you should keep on trying to break out, because that's going to help our security system. Um, it's 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 just really oh, yeah. all makes sense and is really really nicely done. It's just a, it's a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. Also, that moment when you learn he really does have a closet <laughs> full of capes. It's true. You go into his room, <laughs> oh and it's a God. closet full of capes. Because <laughs> because he always every fight he takes the cape off and it like burns up. And one of those nights, you just ask, "Do you just have a closet full of capes, Dad?" Because you <laughs> seem to be going through them really fast. And then you get down there, and yeah, he has a closet, and it's just full of capes. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the only other like major question I have, and this is something I'm pretty pretty interested in, and admittedly, like I at a high level know who the the greek gods are and i'm familiar with greek mythology but i'm not like an expert and i know Barra, this is something that you're really passionate about and there are others in your life that are passionate about it so i'm, I'm just curious like what your impression was of the the hades version of the characters versus the characters in greek mythology i know it's a really loaded like a wide open question but like, how do they line up were there disappointments like or so positive surprises me, or better yeah, spins it lined up really well like all adaptations of any story take liberties, but I felt that they got the essences of the characters really, really nicely. And even the stuff where it's just like, okay, this is a little different, um, was very much in keeping with like, this is a story, 
and the gods are also deliberately like you know taking advantage of this information like literally one of the things after there's reconciliation was is that like you know it was nice it was a wonderful party in the underworld but you know but it was of course secret because if mortals didn't fear death what would they fear like <laughs> it's uh mm-hmm. but no i mean i think that the, right. uh you know I, I really don't think that there's any character that like very much um didn't at least have a good solid foundation for how they were betrayed for that for how they were portrayed uh and i'll also mm. say i said this in our year of best of cast when i gushed about hades but i didn't notice in this until um someone brought up uh, with the, the in like a documentary that the designers chose to make the greek gods racially diverse because um of a variety of different ra- uh, of in also like different skin tones etc oh etc because you know the people at Supergiant are like either immigrants or children of immigrants and like you know the greeks don't worship the gods because they look like them but for me i didn't notice it and then when they said that it like it just it made it feel even more authentic because the mediterranean was and is a vibrant a, a, a vibrant melting pot of like all different kinds of cultures and such i mean there is was trade and um and religious uh oh religious back and forth between egypt and between uh and, and between greece like you know the you know like buddhist ideas from buddhism between like the reason why the pet statues of the buddha have like the thing on their uh have the 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 ball like hairstyle is because Greeks who settled in the time of Alexander mm-hmm. the Great after he conquered parts of Pakistan created king uh, Greek kingdoms there and they brought Greek uh, Greek styles of sculpture. Um, you know the ancient world wasn't a bunch of like white stat white marble statues, which by the way were originally painted. It was vibrant and beautiful and rich and diverse. And Hades captures right. that a whole lot more and a whole lot better. Than uh, a bunch of people of Irish and English descent st- stuffily playing, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> playing go- either gods or like you know historical figures for that time. Which, by the way, you know, it's nothing as people of Irish or English descent. But like, if you've met Greek people or people from the Mediterranean, they don't like that. If you look at the if you look at the vases of the vase paintings, it's like it's not small small round faces with tiny noses. It's long faces with no. long noses and. And yeah, so it's a, that was it it, a thing to, uh, rather than like make, taking me out of it by updating it, I felt I actually got back to the spirit that other adaptations have kind of taken away from that sense. Oh, nice. Yeah, so you actually think it really went in and did did a really great job. I thought they did a great dramaturgical job. Um, It's like flawless. Uh, And especially with Hades, because I think a lot of times, because we have a fear of and villainization of of death we we tend to think that the god of death is an evil figure and hades is not that in greek mythology mm-hmm. whatsoever he is strict as he is in the game um and he could he could terrify but he is fundamentally fair uh and uh and yeah and, yeah. and similarly you know they they also lead into the fact that like zeus is the king and also a bit of an asshole <laughs> I was I I was ex- honestly expecting Zeus to be way more of an asshole. Um in Hades, like 
I was kind of like, eh. always, my impression of Zeus is always he's a bit more of a dick than you. Yeah, but I mean, representing him. But I can also totally imagine him choosing to present himself in a better mm. light. No, for, for sure. Uh, I also another thing too that I think was interesting is that um, uh, how did people like the different like um side stories because for me one of the things that compelled me to do run after run was like uh i want or i want a free orpheus i want to reconcile orpheus with his with his hot tree girlfriend uh i i I want patroclus and achilles to finally up together uh and shout out to bob mahar but i got to meet sisyphus and i want to end his torment like and you get to do all of that and it takes time and effort, and it is yeah. so beautifully satisfied with each one. So, how do you guys like those elements of the game? Go ahead, Tristan. I mean, <laughs> so I I love that they're in there. I love that it gives you more to do and lets you kind of right some wrongs. In terms of like things that, like from Greek mythology, um, I, I will say I felt like there could have been more gameplay ways to go about it. Like when I was dealing with uh, Orpheus and Eurydice, which I have finished yet, but if it, it feels like I should be sneaking into the records room, you know. After each run, trying to find his contract. Yeah. You know? Yeah, versus just, like, letting the story play out and, yeah. Yeah. So I was hoping there would be more of that. Mm-hmm. But... But it was, it was nice to have it. I, I just want to know, do we ever find out, who the hell is Skelly? So, like, who is he? Who is that was I'm, uh... he? He says a joke to you. He says like, "Oh, I was a, uh, I was a big captain in the in the Minoan fleet, and then I got and then we were all swallowed up by Charybdis." I'm like, "No, nah, I'm just fucking with you." But then you talk to Asterius. I was like, "Yeah, no, there was a guy by that name." And then there was a bit of dialogue where I think, uh, where uh, where Lexi was playing that I didn't see, where I think he talks about that he was a thief at one point. So was, he was either a thief or the captain of a Minoan ship. By the way, uh, Asterius is such a fun character, and I love all the interactions and, like, the richness of your relationship with him. He's such a bro. <laughs> he, he's such a bro about it, too. Right, yeah. Which he's is great just because he's just an <laughs> uh, Like, shut the fuck so, up! So, I'm gonna Dan, punch have your you play, fought uh, Theseus and Asterius with Extreme Measures 3 on? Oh my gosh, you need to... No. So, I can't beat them I with Extreme w- Measure I, I Zero on, so... I literally want to be there when you do that, because um, I kid you not, he sh- uh, okay. Asterius shows up in, like, golden armor, and so does Theseus, but he's in, uh, also in a uh-huh. chariot called the Macedonian, with machine guns on it. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. And he also wears, like, a silly, stupid mask. <laughs> And he has, like, bandoliers of bullets. It's, like, it's hilarious. Oh There's all these other dialogue options that happen because of it. And, uh, and yeah, it's just, like, it's really hard. <laughs> no. Well, 
like I like I said, and like you've seen, that is my that is my kryptonite on our, on any given run is the the end of that level of World Three with uh, Theseus and Asterius. I gets me every time. I waste all my uh, second tries and what well, I forgot what they call them, but um, deathifies. I, I I waste all my deathifies and it's just the worst. I I've, I think the trick that I what I found is going after Theseus first. Ah, okay. Like just just. Just focus him down, yeah, as hard as you can. Yeah, because once he's out of the way, Asterius isn't all that bad. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. But dealing with Asterius while Theseus is throwing his spear and then eventually like using his own calls, oh, yeah, awful. Yeah. Also, if you get an Aphrodite charm ability, mm-hmm. you can charm Asterius into attacking Theseus. Oh, <laughs> what um. What does Asterius do if you beat Theseus first? Like, what's Asterius's big thing? Uh, his big thing is uh, speed up waves on his attacks. Gotcha. And he does he does more of the jumps with iframes on the jump. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha it should gotcha, be noted gotcha. that um, he also Asterius, if you meet him before fighting Theseus, also has the armor on, and in both fights he has this stupid spinning attack. That just like wrecks you, like basically you just have to get out of the way. Cover mm-hmm. it's like yeah. bigger than than Hades' spin attack. Um, but fortunately, there's like a yeah. wind up, so he it doesn't like come out of nowhere like 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 Hades. It's just like you you have to avoid it. Um, but yeah. Now, I know Barry, you you can get through the game pretty comfortably, but do you all like you and Tristan have like a specific moment in the game that always catches you uh, or like always kind of hangs you up like that uh for me it's it sticks and not necessarily the same yeah literally that Um, the rats are (laughs) a big problem for me because i mostly play fists and uh no i mean like i mean essentially the, the, the strategy i've come up for that is is that like you know you need to have like a good cast or have like the launcher ability um, or just like be very careful mm-hmm. with like your dash into their poison and then dash out because poison just from the rats just like tears apart me, me apart really really fast. Um, oh god, it yeah, so it, yeah, uh, sticks is definitely where I have died a lot and or like just lost enough like life and or deathifies that um, uh, Hades is just like kicked my ass, like. The, te- the the sticks rooms are the ones where yeah. it's just like uh, and sometimes because you know a stair like you know I will lose at least one deathify typically from extreme measures um on the uh, uh on Asterius and Theseus so like sometimes with sticks too like you are searching to find a pool with a kiss of sticks in it and uh, yeah it's just like sometimes you just have to keep mm-hmm. on getting those runs to get either health. Or deathifies up, or it's just going to be a bad time with Hades. Uh, <laughs> the worst is when you the worst is when you find one of those uh, boons that improves your deathify and recovers a use. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that that's why I never picked them. Like yeah. I basically it's just like, but I mean that's a great reason to have Athena as a god because if you happen to get an Athena uh boon and the sticks level it can be like a free deathify refill which is like choice yeah yeah 
Yeah. Yep. That's no, good strategy. I mean, uh, what's so? What are some some people's uh, favorite moves uh, move sets and such? I mean, I absolutely adore Athena Dash, and uh, as as Dan can attest when I was watching him play, like the Hunting Blades Duo Boon, where like you get to use the uh, uh, the the Ares like vortex, except they become heat seeking blade vortexes is. is um, Sea Storm recently, I got that was the only time I beat him in Extreme Magic Three, so I have some recent glow about that because yeah, it's just like uh, stupid powerful. But um, the, there's a nice little combo that uh, I heard about and then used was great, which is that if you have the Athena, the the Aphrodite Crush Shot, and then the Poseidon Sword, you can basically loop your cast. Mm -hmm. So the Poseidon Sword, because the Poseidon Sword knocks people's crystals out, so basically you cast into them. Then beside yep. the board, they drop out their ca uh, the cast, you pick it up, you crush shot them again. It's pretty dumb. But anyways, what are some of your favorite like combos and such? And typically I just do Zagreus Fist because I like the dodge attack and such. Uh, dodge chance and etc. So I really like uh, mm. Dionysus's cast. Mm. The Law Bomb. It's nice having sort of an indirect fire option. Yep. And it does a lot of damage, even at low ranks. And there's a whole bunch of other things that can tie into it and its status ailment. Um, Ares Cast is, I think, my favorite, which the one that turns you into a giant vortex blade. Because it also has invincibility on it. Yep. It, that one's super helpful. Um, I like I like anything that lets me go fast, and yeah. anything that lets me um, deflect. Mm. Deflect is like the big one for me. It's always helpful yeah. having at least. One I love deflect deflecting stuff. Her de yeah. like Athena dash is like so great, um, and and yeah, like if you have deflect yep. and you face witches, it's just so much easier and excellent. Like that dash when you get the room of witches in Asphodel is like, <laughs> this is not going to go well for you. You will not yeah. like it. <laughs> I'm just, I, all I got to do is dash. Yep. Um, uh, some of the, some of the Daedalus enhancements to the weapons. Yep. Are really fun. Especially when you get one that mm. combos really nicely with your aspect. Um, like so I was using I was using Aspect of Gilgamesh on the fists and I got two Daedalus enchantments one which improves the damage of your uppercut as well as it gives it that like dash forward before it or yep. it's 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 a dash like it adds the dash to your uppercut and then either improves the damage or improves the area of effect and then I got the other one where you do an AoE attack when you come down from the uppercut. And it was the aspect of Gilgamesh, so the uppercut also adds, like, the Doom effect. And you add on a, a boon to improve your special attack. And it's just like, this is my Shinshoryuken. There are many <laughs> like it. But this one is mine. <laughs> it's, it's pretty amazing. Uppercuts for days. Um, yeah. So, Ellie, 
I know you have. Yeah, Allie, tell yeah, me. Ask a question. My dear Daniel. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I I know you haven't played the game, so I, I just was wondering if there were any questions that you had that you hadn't heard or wanted to ask. No, it, it just honestly makes me more excited at the prospect of playing it, even though probably at this point it's going to be really <laughs> far down the line now that I've just been admittedly staring at the play button for... <laughs> Elden Ring? <laughs> just watching the countdown timer go. But no, like, in, in truth, like, the thing that I love about Super Giant Games just as a whole is how intricate you can make the gameplay and how designed to your taste that you can. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember once, I think, Tristan, you talked about how somebody did the math and talked about you can do literal thousands of different combos of powers and transistor. Oh, yeah. Like, it's insane. And to think that a studio can make all these wonderful games without abusing their employees <laughs> or taking their customer base for granted is... Yeah. So cool. To be and, fair, they only have like 17 employees to abuse. Well, that's but, what I mean. That's, is like, that's the beauty of it, yeah. It's a small staff and, and that I, they and don't I'll also do say that, you know, to. I mean, yeah. As someone who still, you know, like appreciates and likes to support small business and stuff, etc., um, you know, like in some ways it can be even easier to, in, to abuse people when you have a smaller thing because things are stretched out and you as the owner are also doing work, so you may be expecting things from employees that aren't reasonable because you yourself are doing it. So it's just like, so the smaller is not a given that it's going to be Yeah, good. I, I mean, if, good you, wanna, good. if yeah. you wanna look at a pretty messed up case about that, if you're in for reading about some truly horrific stuff, just look at what happened with the studio that made Night in the Woods. Like, there was some stuff going on with that. Not from upper management, it involved like, from what I understand, like, uh, another employee just making wild expectations of other people and and yeah just some unpleasant stuff so you're right there there is that danger of like small close-knit group people can feel like they can exploit each other because like oh well you're my friend and Mm. you would do this for me for my friend and so like you know it's a different it's this it's a different side of the same coin of industry abuse i feel like whereas in a big company you know well, what's the point? Like, I'm faceless and there's nobody to help me. Whereas in a small group, it's like, well, they're my friend. And if I ride on them, right. everybody's going to think I'm an asshole. Yeah. And you know what's interesting about that, too, is when you, whenever you, like, listen to or, or watch, like, a documentary that talks about an older classic game that was made by these, like, really small group teams, it's always, like, they always romanticize what you're yeah, talking like, about, Yeah, oh, these people stayed up and... <laughs> put their house up for more like, right. mortgage and they didn't they ate a can of beans one, once a week for all their meals and like that's not good either right no. right and a part of you is like that's you know obviously they're very passionate and that's like an interesting story but the other half is like that's not okay and, like and the other thing too that, that i think just... is what makes it everything so toxic is is that that expectation with bigger companies then was transferred over when your team have teams of hundreds or thousands where it really shouldn't be the case. Like you literally mm-hmm. should just have shifts of people who can like work normal hours. Um, like, you know, I, again, like you don't have to uh-huh. crunch period even with a small team, like super giant shows this, but on the flip side, the one advantage you had from those tiny teams back in the day is that like a lot of times those folks who were all working on had stake in it. So if the game blew up, they got fucking rich and uh-huh. 
they the, you do yeah. you do not get fucking rich if yep. the latest Assassin Creed blows up. You just get laid off. Right. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um. So. So yeah. Right. It's a. But uh. But yeah. I mean. So yeah. I mean, Super Giant is just there's a, the the fact that they are able to make a good game and do good feels great. Um. I'll also say that uh one thing we haven't talked about yet is is that um uh, the romance options are actually really good and they're their own game into itself and they're lovely and uh i think it is a bit of a telling thing of uh which of you guys which of the three romance options did you all start romancing first so i don't think i ever got so that the thing far. is is that so like you're gonna have to elaborate with, um, on this. with uh meg with dusa and with thanatos you can like talk to them and then give them nectar and you know have conversations and build your relationship and if you build it gotcha. to a certain level you uh you're able to uh have uh like it's like dating sim style you're able to choose to be into uh, in a relationship with them um and it's gotcha. actually done really really well in a number of different areas so for one um like Lit, yep, uh, you guys, do you guys uh, know the, the Domo Wilson song, By Pride Anthem? Anyways, it's a lot on TikTok. Basically, <laughs> he, he, what's his face? Um, uh, Zagreus is the uh, epitome of By Pride stand-up. Like, he, he very much is bisexual, which again, makes sense considering we're talking about the Greeks and a certain subset of them were. Um, and... No, no, and I say that also in that, like, you know, that, um, uh, that, like, it's, that it's yeah. not even, like, talking about, like, the traditional, like, you know, man, boy, it's, like, you know, it's, uh, one of the reasons why Alexander the Great was considered unusual was because not only was he bisexual, but, like, he preferred his lovers to, like, be his own age and such. Uh, anyways, all that being said, um, Zagreus is very much an yeah. ancient Greek heroic bisexual, and, you can choose to romance your fr- Thanatos or uh, Thanatos or Meg, or both, and actually, um, uh, you're able to believe, to be in in an ethically non-monogamous relationship with the two of them, and it's not an issue. In fact, they're both cool with it, which is actually also cool in terms of representation. But they even put in the thing where, like, well, that's beginning to happen. Like, you ask Achilles, like, hey. What's the deal with this? I'm kind of like seeing two different people. He's like, well, you know, you gods are kind of like that. Whereas is that, but although to be fair, like, you know, your father was really basically just, was the only one I could think it was just really just into your mom and that's it. So it's like, wow, um, non-shamey, non-monogamous representation while also like have it, while also like, you know, just like having a good nod towards like, you know, you know, monogamy also is good and works for some people as well. It's just like, a lot of it's it's just very it's very inclusive in a in the best of ways. Also, with the fact that the Deucer relationship, it turns out that she's not into you in a sexual way, but you guys are both fine being fr- after you figure that out, are being fine for best friend being best friends for eternity. And the sticking on that is beautiful because, like again, Zagreus, who you know oh, he yeah. and his father get really Aww. snippy in the beginning, but he is a very kind courteous almost role model type person he literally does the perfect thing of like someone shows they're not romantically interested in you you that who you care about and then you back off courteously make sure that you haven't made them feel uncomfortable and then resume your friendship and it is i i i 
Yep. Yeah. Great. I love that so much. I, you know, it's crazy to me that on top of all the crazy shit they didn't hear, yeah. they also added this romance thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't feel like it's from not. the sound of it's it, like, it doesn't it's really, feel and you don't have to on. do it either. You don't have to go and explore romances right. with any of them or with all of them. But if you want to do it, you can just you can just do it, and it's all beautifully encapsulated into the story. Like I was remembering, like you know, when Jim Stir, oh, when, sorry, James Stephanie Sterling um, was uh, was um, when they were talking about how in uh, Fallout Four you could have multiple partners and you wouldn't be punished for it. It was like it's like Hades allows you to do that, except oh, yeah. it's also like justified and put into place in story. Like, it's not even just like, oh, you can just be yeah. not punished. It's like, we're going to also give you the story options if you want to explore things that way. And I, I know it's weird for me to, like, give kudos to something, or it sounds weird to me to give kudos to a, to a game to be like, yeah, no, let's, let's show, let's show positive interactions for when you get romantically shot down by someone you're interested in and then stay friends with them. But, like, that's pretty rare to see in media. And, the fact that they do it well yeah, it is. is just really impressive, and I think it's good. I think that we should see more stories where it's just like, you know what? There's interest, and it doesn't work out, but people are decent and kind to each other and stay friends. Yeah, it, it does also help like that, that it does also help that Dusa is yes, an definitely. adorable little floating cinnamon roll. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I did. So I did go on the date with Dusa first. Um, before either of the other two, um, and that was primarily because I was uh, was focusing down uh, my resources on Dusa because I wanted to get her companion. Wait, I just looked up a picture of Dusa, and she literally yes. is just a floating head. Yeah, yeah. she's great. Wait, she's anxious cinnamon roll. She's great. Um, I of course romance Meg first because yeah, no, like. Literally, I was playing this, and like, uh, but the Ox is like, yeah, every girl you've ever dated ever is like, damn it. <laughs> it's like, wait, cut to. Oh my uh, god, sorry, I'm reading the tail end of their romance, and it's like, they're friends for all eternity, and then Zagreus can point out that in, that in itself can be its own form of love. Oh my god. Yeah. It's it's so, it's so wholesome. It is so wholesome and sweet, and, and well, I mean, it helps. The thing a, about Hades is that it's like a very it's it's a very dark, brutal game in parts. But then it's literally Zagreus doing all of these runs to make the lives of those he he knows and loves like better. Like through your actions, through the game, through throwing these loops, things are improved in the underworld and. We realize that like things are not always that like you know one of the taglines is that there is no escape, but it's also like that you know that that that's, that uh, that suffering doesn't have to be eternal, and it's it's actually it's it's really cool. It's a it's it's a, there's a lot of lovely layers to things in this game, and uh, it has a lot of heart. It's a lot of heart. Tis wonderful. Tis a wonderful game. Uh, Ali, did you have any other questions for us at all? Uh, uh, <laughs> no, I just 
I'm just happy. Like I like I said to Vera before, and I don't know if this was in the recording, I was just totally content to just sit like a kid crisscross applesauce mm. with my chin in my hand, just <laughs> listening to my friends talk about a thing mm. they love, because oh. I'm happy when my friends are happy. <laughs> Especially because, like, I love the fact that this is a game that, like, I think we can all definitively agree that out of the four of us... Which never happens. Yeah. Yeah. And I love yeah. that. It's a powerful, powerful journey. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. Also, when I is Bob going to play it? I want Bob to play Bob, it. Of like us live streaming Bob Mahar play. Like I want to see Bob's face when he meets Sisyphus for the first time. <laughs> oh my god! Bob yes. is one of our he is, was my mentor in college, one of our professors, and at Hampshire, and he's he does a lot of stuff on Canoe, and Canoe has a whole thing about the myth of Sisyphus, and yeah, now Bob Bob would go nuts about this about the about this game. Uh, I will also say one other thing is that on the, the weapons aspects, you there's like each a secret out weapons aspect that you can unlock, which is like different ways the the weapons are used, and it's cool in that they have um they're like from heroes from the past or the future, like you have this Arthur sword, a Beowulf shield, you have a Lucifer rail, which the rail is like your gun, and um a Rama bow. It's like, it's just cool where it's talking about like, yeah, the aspects you see things that may happen that are going to happen in the future. And it's, it's, it's really nice. And also kind of daring. I mean, like they literally have like a Lucifer gun in there and it's talking about like, Oh, this is from someone who rebelled against his Lord father. And like, and similarly, uh, President we're so just like, um, having Rama in there, there, although that's more just like, that's a little less dicey because, like, all they basically do is like they just say that Rob is Rob is great. Um, so, so that's a uh, but. But yeah, it's a uh, it's fun. It's a uh, it's just a more like little. There's all these nil new. There seems so much to unlock and have fun with. It's a fucking fishing game in this game. You can fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the game is really good. <laughs> there and, is a fishing uh, game. It's also fun to watch play. Like this is probably the. Well, the few games I've ever actually watched streamers play and enjoyed seeing them play it. Um, and I'm just excited, really, for yeah. to keep on playing it. And also, I mean, I can't wait to see what Supergiant comes out with next. I was just going to say yeah, that. I, I'm like, curious what, whether they, they will go this, back you know, to the Hades no well pressure. or whether it will be totally yeah. different. I think that it will be good either way. Um, but I would hate But I I just think that they probably... I would imagine they're in the best kind of agony. It's like, wow... This is a great game, and do we just start from scratch, or do we build on it? Um, so I'm curious. Right. I would like to see Supergiant do something rhythm based, like huh. add rhythm mechanics into a game, like archetype that doesn't normally have rhythm mechanics in it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like a rhythm, like a rhythm-based RPG or fighting game. I yeah. mean, now I'm just thinking of a uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer, yeah. honestly, yeah. at this point. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I hear you. Like just, I, like just something so wi- wild and out there. Yeah. Yeah. You never know what they're gonna do, which is part of the fun. So. God, could you imagine a rhythm-based like, two D fighter? That'd be. I won't. Tristan, you got to play Crypt of the Necrodancer. Yeah, you got to play Crypt of the Necrodancer. I know Crypt of the Necrodancer. Yeah. You got to play the Zelda one, too. It's really good. It's so good. It's so good. But, like, I'm just thinking, like, you know, if you... 
like having to decide on a song mix per bout yeah and the and doing moves on the like you know doing a hadoken on the beat makes it stronger or yeah i mean that would yeah, be awesome i also just realized that uh, that achilles and medusa are also both in fate and i totally blanked on that fact somehow despite the fact that medusa is one of my favorite characters in fate that's that's neither here nor there <laughs> i just felt the need to to correct that previous statement any any other final thoughts just play the game yeah, the it's really good it's play the dang game sorry i don't know if you heard my cat we did we totally did the voice acting in this is top notch and the music is incredible and really well timed mm-hmm. to the action. So, um, yeah, well, that's also great. Okay, Vera, we get it. It's okay, Vera, we get it. True. Everything about the game I is love, amazing. Okay, I, I, I love that that um, Orpheus and Eurydice get to duet. Oh, yeah. and they get to the, duet the once song. you reunite them too. It's pretty awesome. Yep. Also, uh, I. And it's the same vocalist, Ooh. by the way, Allie, of course from it is. Transistor. Oh, hell yeah. It's, it's the same, it, like, two people. Oh, w- w- yeah. one last thing is that, um, uh, yeah. They, they, yeah, stop. Forgot it was glorious. Um, it, may not, it may or may not come back. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, it was a little, I think it's a little weird we don't see Apollo or Hera. In the game, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm not I, the one I, to comment on that. I, it's interesting, that, you know. I've I mean, heard of them. I definitely think it's yeah. You know, there's, it's interesting that you know you, but the you know that obviously they they chose not to have all of the other different gods. I think probably the biggest reason maybe and then would have been that uh, just like you know the sheer number of mechanics and such. Like you know, it's like it, it, like all of right. all of the yeah, boons right. of the gods have a very distinct visual and mechanical identity, and I was mm-hmm. and I'm wondering if having other yeah, right. like you know if up, exactly if you like factorials of all that, all yeah. of them have like right. different colors, even so like it, it's yeah it yeah and and work together and Epics then you have duos and, and then you yeah, have no, I, story um yeah. yes yeah. Well, like, and you have story and yeah. you know <laughs> well like like okay so apollo, apollo it makes sense maybe for mm-hmm. apollo not to be there he's busy you know he he puts in a full day's work every day you know moving the sun across the sky yep so like okay it makes sense apollo he's busy you know he's putting in the 9 to 5 but especially considering like the imp- the focus on like love and marriage and family. Well, I think it Zeus mentions that Hera, that Hera and I think Hestia and maybe one of the other deities have just like left Olympus because they're fucking sick and tired of the men. And it's like <laughs> I, I I think I remember that as like a lie. <laughs> so I think there's even an in-game explanation of why Zeus is famously jealous, done with you, wife. It's not there. Because she's actually done with him, at least for now. She's off at her sister's. Exactly. Hanging out with Hestia. Uh, but yeah. 
Because let's be honest, let's be honest, Hestia probably has the best vacation mm-hmm. house out of any of the gods. And she protects it with a king gun. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Also, that's where the Lucifer rail came from. <laughs> or no, or is aspect of Hestia on, on the rail? Okay, that's what I, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, right. <laughs> yeah, she has her own gun. Hey, cousin, here, have... <laughs> <laughs> perfect thanks uh, but yeah no i i've uh played the game awesome. it's great uh you will you will love it uh, and uh and yeah i'm very happy that you all let me gush about this beautiful beautiful video game and ali i can't wait for you to uh play it and uh gush to it uh gush to us about it since i'm pretty sure you will gush very hard yay <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thank. Yep. I know. I know. That's next, Vera. There's no escape. All things are JoJo's reference. Oh no! Escape is impossible. You will watch JoJo. Well, does anybody want to? Did I mention in our last ca- cast that we we got a contract at the at the Gazette? The Union got first one. No. Yeah. No, PNG. I don't think so. We did it. We have a contract. Two years. Thank you for any support that you gave us. Whenever I uh, talked, okay, uh, <laughs> talked to talk gloomily and angrily, but uh, it worked out. Things are going beautifully, and uh, things are on a great trajectory <laughs> for the for the Union and the paper, and. Uh, Stay tuned. So yes, kids, go unionize your workplace. Fight for better things. It will make things better. Um, uh, yeah, do it. I think it's also Yay. important. I think it's also important. We uh, shout out right now. Uh, our hearts, our hearts and prayers go out to everyone in, in yeah. the Ukraine. Stay right safe, now. everyone. Stay safe. Also, to all of you who are in Russia protesting against this war, you guys are heroes. You keep it up. I don't know if any of you will hear this, but if you do... Also, if you can hear this, we will send you, you the JoJo's DVD. We won't do the drawing. <laughs> just just ask for it. We'll send it back. We'll send it to you. <laughs> no, no. We, they, they, there's still mail, at least for now, to Russia. We'll send you the JoJo's DVD of... Uh, how to go with the pick of destiny of uh uh from from whence you came until you are complete again. <laughs> no, yep. fuck you, Cage, yep. and fuck you, Chables. I'll get you to Nation's D. Oh I haven't listened to Beelzebub Boss continuously for about ten years, have I? <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Ali, is there anything you wanted to promote? No, just that it's yeah. It's nice to be here with you guys. Yeah, it is nice. I'm happy. You should also agree. Cat agrees too. It's nice to be happy. It's nice to be happy for a little while before we die over and over and over and over. I think what Tristan is saying is <laughs> so he's sorry. waiting for. Elden Ring, and I know Allie's also I... waiting to, to play Elden Ring. So, yep. So I will, like two hours. I will just well, 
I, I on the other hand, I think I'm going to uh, go and uh, play a little, play a little music, and uh, maybe watch a little Yellow Jackets, and then sleep. But uh, nice. That, that sounds great. You, I just want to quickly say you can find us at spoilermedia.net slash spoilercast. Um, you can also find us on most podcast services. Um, iTunes. You know, uh, Apple iTunes, Podcasts, Stitcher, Stitcher uh, Google Play Podcasts. We are still on Spotify. Um, so after you listen to Joe Rogan, you can, you can listen to our podcast. Or... Believe it or not, we t- we too feast on wild elk and salmon daily. Isn't that right, Dan? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what I always say. Yes. Uh, but you can find us there for now. <laughs> uh, if that's where you're listening to podcasts, like, which apparently a lot of people are. And uh, you can subscribe on the, the website, leave comments, whatever you need to do. So uh, we are still, we are still, still doing our JoJo's contest. Spoilermedia.net slash JoJo's make a character for me or a stand for me. And why? Yep. Can be entered to win at Blu-ray for free. We're sending. We're gonna it. send it to you. <laughs> yep. All right. Bye, everyone. Until next right. time. Thanks, everybody. Night, everybody.